0: Welcome, everyone, to Understanding the I Am That Is You podcast. Blessed night, family of light. I pray all is well with everyone, and your hearts and minds are full of love, joy, and compassion for yourselves and other selves. And let us maintain those higher vibrations in order to radiate the love and be the love of our mighty I Am Presence, because our mighty I Am Presence is the divine love and light of God in all of us. It is the great I Am Spirit that gives life to our bodies, and that divine love and light of God is the divine love and light we ought to turn up for ourselves and others, then radiate those qualities back into the atmosphere to reach our life everywhere. Because it is the love and light of God that overcomes the darkness in the world. And it is the love and light of God that is our eternal victory. Amen. Give thanks and praises for the love and light of the great I am spirit forever with us from start to finish. May y'all be loved.
1: I am the great cosmic word. I am is God's name, the great cosmic word the mightiest sound that man ever heard, the great cosmic power fulfilling each call, the one mighty self that rules over all. I am as God's light, now clearing our way, enfolding us here and holding full sway, releasing all gifts from life's mighty heart and holding us close, ne'er more shall we part. I am his God's love, now blessing each one, healing forever with rays from the sun, transcendent it flows in, through, around, above, and in us abides, the presence to prove. I am as God's power, now carrying us through. Light opening our way, and raising us to. We give it to all, and stand unafraid. Perfecting all things, and never dismayed. I am as God's might, the great freeing power, compelling release from discord each hour. And raising us all to light's cosmic realm, for by that great light, all else we overwhelm. I am as God's peace, all life's mighty goal. Light's great divine plan, all glory untold. All victory comes through from God's glorious hand. The great cosmic word is now in command. Shannara Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the far side of the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire from within a bush. Moses saw that though the bush was on fire it did not burn up. At this, Moses hid his face, because he was afraid to look at God. The Lord said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers, and I am concerned about their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey, the home of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. This is my name forever, the name you shall call me from generation to generation. Exodus 3, 1 to 15.
0: Isis Unveiled, Chapter 11.
1: Levi, who is certainly one of the best authorities on certain points among Kabbalists, says, Pregnant women are, more than others, under the influence of astral light, which assists in the formation of their child, and constantly presents to them the reminiscences of forms with which it is filled. It is thus that very virtuous women deceive the malignity of observers by equivocal resemblances. They often impress upon the fruit of their marriage an image which has struck them in a dream, and thus are the same physiognomies perpetuated from age to age. The cabalistic use of the pentagram can therefore determine the countenance of unborn infants, and an initiated woman might give to her son the features of near or Achilles, as well as those of Louis XV. Or Napoleon. If it should confirm another theory than that of Dr. Fisher, he should be the last to complain, for as he himself makes the confession, which his own example verifies one of the most formidable obstacles to the advancement of science has ever been a blind submission to authority to untrammel the mind from the influence of mere authority that it may have free scope in the investigation of facts and laws which exist and are established in nature is the grand antecedent necessary to scientific discovery and permanent progress if the maternal imagination can stunt the growth or destroy the life of the fetus why cannot it influence its physical appearance There are some surgeons who have devoted their lives and fortunes to find the cause for these malformations, but have only reached the opinion that they are mere coincidences. It would be also highly unphilosophical to say that animals are not endowed with imagination, and, while it might be considered the acme of metaphysical speculation to even formulate the idea that members of the vegetable kingdom, say the mimosas and the group of insect catchers, have an instinct and even rudimentary imagination of their own, yet the idea is not without its advocates. If great physicists like Tyndall are forced to confess that even in the case of intelligent and speaking man they are unable to bridge the chasm between mind and matter, and define the powers of the imagination, how much greater must be the mystery about what takes place in the brain of a dumb animal? H. P. Blavatsky What is imagination? Psychologists tell us that it is the plastic or creative power of the soul, but materialists confound it with fancy. The radical difference between the two was, however, so thoroughly indicated by Wordsworth in the preface to his lyrical ballads that it is no longer excusable to interchange the words. Imagination, Pythagoras maintained to be the remembrance of precedent spiritual, mental, and physical states, while fancy is the disorderly production of the material brain. From whatever aspect we view the question matter, the world old philosophy that it was vivified and fructified by the eternal idea or imagination, the abstract outlining and preparing the model for the concrete form is unavoidable. If we reject this doctrine, the theory of a cosmos evolving gradually out of its chaotic disorder becomes an absurdity, for it is highly unphilosophical to imagine inert matter, solely moved by blind force and directed by intelligence, forming itself spontaneously into a universe of such admirable harmony. If the soul of man is really an outcome of the essence of this universal soul, An infinitesimal fragment of this first creative principle, it must of necessity partake in degree of all the attributes of the demiurgic power. As the creator, breaking up the chaotic mass of dead, inactive matter, shaped it into form, so man, if he knew his powers, could, to a degree, do the same. As Phidias, gathering together the loose particles of clay and moistening them with water, could give plastic shape to the sublime idea evoked by his creative faculty, so the mother who knows her power can fashion the coming child into whatever form she likes. Ignorant of his powers, the sculptor produces only an inanimate though ravishing figure of inert matter, while the soul of the mother, violently affected by her imagination, blindly projects into the astral light an image of the object which impressed it, and, by repercussion, that is stamped upon the fetus. Science tells us that the law of gravitation assures us that any displacement which takes place in the very heart of the earth will be felt throughout the universe, and we may even imagine that the same thing will hold true of those molecular motions which accompany thought. Speaking of the transmission of energy throughout the universal ether or astral light, the same authority says, continual photographs of all occurrences are thus produced and retained. A large portion of the energy of the universe may thus be said to be invested in such pictures. H. P. Blavatsky
0: The I Am Discourses, volume 13.
1: You will never know, while our assistance in the legions of light and the cosmic beings, of course, is tremendous, yet this outpouring of the cosmic light and this wave that will flood again at the opening of the class tomorrow, well, it really begins about 11 o'clock, how much work it is doing that would have been necessary for you to do in application. Yet I urge you, Under no circumstance let down your application for protection and all that. I want you to see how necessary it is when individuals of the outer world try to be dominate or vicious, and you just suddenly command that firm attitude, how quickly those people at the radio station smiled last night when that thing tried to drive in. They will, afterwards, realize you are people who are kind but know your rights, and it is absolutely correct. But all those things can always be done with a great and mighty firmness, and still nothing ugly or unkind in it. That is where the great victory comes in, when they see that great calm yet unyielding determination, then the respect is greater than ever. Don't have any concern. Don't have any fear of what individuals might be temporarily doing, but rather take the attitude, Mighty I Am Presence. You are in full command of whatever the condition or situation is. Then your human mind does not get to revolving a thing that might be a means of, shall we say, allowing to build something that would maybe make the individual fail. For instance, if the attention of individuals is upon a person with uncertainty, it might make them fail when they would otherwise succeed. If there seems to be a question, just simply say, Mighty I Am Presence, take command there, and take the human mind off of it, and call the Ascended Masters, the legions of light, and cosmic beings to take command in addition to the presence, which will be the intensified action of the call to the presence. I tell you, if once you get the full conviction, the full feeling, and the full confidence that when you call to the presence for something, it is the presence and power of light that goes forth to fulfill that, which knows no opposition, and there are no human destructive forces that attempt to interfere with that, if you know that with full confidence, I tell you it is the invincible power that every one of your calls is answered by, the full power of light that knows no opposition, and it never fails to answer your call when it is made. Beloved Saint Germain. Now, if you can just revolve that in the consciousness until you get the full confidence within yourselves, it is a tremendous thing. It makes your application practically invincible, then as you see one thing after another occur, there is no longer the slightest question, even in the outer mind, as to the fulfillment of the call. It is a powerful thing, you see i want to try to bring you into an almighty definite focus just intelligence and substance which are acting energy which is light for instance take the old statement out of light all things came the fiat went forth let there be light and light came forth and out of light all things came well you have the proof of it absolutely in every moment of your life in the activity of your own presence everything in physical form today created by man came out of light and whether it is constructive or destructive has not anything to do with it, because that is a matter of human qualification. But everything that ever took place in your life that has physical form, or action in the physical form, came out of your own light. Therefore, you are a miniature universe acting within the great universe, each one of you, because whatever takes place in your world that manifests, comes out of your light. This is being tremendously charged into your feeling world tonight for constant use, so please accept it, and try to feel each time you contemplate it, a greater confidence, assurance, greater power. It is the full authority because there is no authority in the universe outside of the light from which all things came, because it is the intelligence which is the power of light, therefore, it is authority. Beloved Saint Germain